This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharif Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Lana Leesroy is the CEO of the Faith Mangope Technology and Leadership Institute for Women. Known as Fahimtali, it is an NGO that looks to prepare young women between the ages of 20 and 27 years to work in the fourth industrial revolution. I am delighted to have Lana join me now to tell me more. Lana, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Cherise. Always lovely to be on High FM. Thank you. Lana, what is the history of the FM Tali School? Just under three years ago, through my other work that I do with emotional and creative intelligence, fortuitous opportunity of meeting a lady, Faith Mangope. Faith is also a radio host and a TV host on ENCA. And she had this dream of being somebody who makes a difference in, in this in this country, not in this country, on, on the African continent. And she has this dream of opening up a school to train young women in 4IR skills. How we met was through Duke uh, Corporate Education. We'd been on a program together. And a few weeks later, she phoned me and she said to me, Lana, I'm opening up the school. Will, will you help me? Will you assist me? And, you know, Sharice, I didn't even blink it just was in my heart and I knew this was the right thing at the right time. And I said, yes. And if I'm not joking with you, a week later, we launched, uh, as you mentioned, FM Tali and with three ministers that were present and high CEOs of companies that were there. And we began just about eight months before the COVID uh, story in the COVID lockdown. So that was the start. And and why and not a no for me, or why was it a direct yes? Because I've come from that background. So I come from a, a technical background and always to now take what my passion is, is altruism and love for people and wanting to make a difference and marrying it with the skills that are really needed in the ICT sector, especially in a world where there is a huge gap between females and males in the ICT sector, this was the start of of FM Tali. How did you go about recruiting advertising? What is your target market? Who gets to join? And I see between 20 and 27. So you're looking at a little bit older. Yes. So we don't take them directly out of school. We have experimented with that, but it hasn't worked as effectively because generally what we actually do is we prepare those young women for a computer science degree. So we did have in our past programs girls that had just finished matric. Unbelievably, we got them into computer science at university with bursaries. So that would be a completely different program. And, and we're actually looking into that program that maybe it's a gap year program that we run to prepare young women. But currently, we run a program that is, as you mentioned, from generally someone who's completed an underlying certificate degree or diploma in some form of ICT information systems in BSc or computer science or something like that. And then a lot of those who come out are struggling to find jobs because you would think you have a great degree or you have gone through three, four years of university. We have electrical engineers, mechanical engineers who enter our program who just cannot find jobs. And therefore, we give them this opportunity to be able to 
bridge that and train them in specifically skills. So what are the skills? Software programming, data analytics, and cloud computing, which are the three most um, needed skills, let's say, in the workplace in a junior position. And we help them build a small portfolio that they can use as their experience. And hopefully this gives them the opportunity to then enter the job market and hopefully to achieve our purpose of bridging that gap of increasing females in the ICT sector. I mean, the other emphasis you have is on leadership as well, leadership skills. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. So that is my passion, is that it's not just about the IQ. So it's not just about teaching them the formula to be able to have the skill, let's say, of we do Java. It's just as important to have what we call the emotional intelligence, the creative intelligence, and altogether what we I call adaptable intelligence, the ability that these young women are adaptable. What does it adaptable mean that they are sustainable that when they enter the market they become sustainable they're not going from one job to another they have purpose they understand where they want to go they're very clear they understand this job market is not just you know someone you arrive you get paid money and you leave it's not like that and it's not just about getting the new car the new house or using the money for new clothes it's about building a sustainable lifestyle and also then getting those leadership skills and giving those leadership skills that we teach them and sending them back into their communities because it's very important that these young women become the future leaders of context in the African context and that they really go out there and they become the ambassadors. So leadership really is giving them ambassadorial skills to really promote STEM, to really promote um, 4R and the 21st century skills. So we really cover our program is not just about the IQ, not just about teaching them software development and, and data analytics or cloud. It's about going into those topics of who am I? We look at you know, complex problem solving, critical thinking. We have debates like no other. They are fiery and fierce and fiery all together. And, and we talk about the real stuff. We talk about integration. If I learn software development, how does this integrate into blockchain? How does this integrate into artificial intelligence, virtual reality, augmented reality? It's not just about the tech. It's about looking at this person in a holistic way and making sure that they are sustainable, which is that leadership quality, which I'm very focused on and very, very adamant that we look at that. And I guess that's also, we don't compete with the university and we don't compete really with other programs. That's not our role. But the one thing, the edge that we do have is that we give them the specialized EQ and, and CQ that a lot of organizations and universities don't give these uh, young women. And they come out for the better. Um, I'm just blown away from the girls that we started the last program to the girls who have now finished that program. I wish I had just to show you, you know, those type of things that how they have changed and matured. It's incredible and so proud. Obviously, it also creates a network for them and a kind of a sisterhood that, that is so needed in the business world today. Do they manage to find jobs? Do you help them find jobs? Where are they now? I would say out of everything, that is probably the most challenging at the end because as much as all these reports and I read these Harambee reports and all these different reports that we do, 
that say that there are 37,000 jobs out there for junior software developers and data, analy data analytics and, and, and cloud computing. Yeah, they all want experience. So at the end of the day, it is actually quite a tough job market out there. But through Faith and I and our connections, and also we have a partnership with Africa Tikkun, who are partners in this Women in Tech program, we are able to access our uh, network. And I have placed, or we have placed at least 80% of them into jobs. They are in jobs at APSA Life, at NetBank, even in 3D printing. So we take a big interest in 3D printing. I'm, again, very passionate about that as well. So we bring in experts and we've got one or two of them who have gone into the 3D printing area. We actually kept one back who will be our own tutor and trainer for our next cohort that we've begun. And yeah, I would say 80% of them are now in employment, which is, for me, that is the ultimate because that's when you really change someone's life when you give them that lifeline and you give them that opportunity to become breadwinners and, and support their, obviously just their immediate family, but their extended family and how proud these girls are of their achievement. So yeah, and then we work yeah, with all different partners. I'd like to build a model where we really work with different organizations that we feed into them. But we haven't got to that point yet where we have become feeders into companies like a Standard Bank or a Microsoft or an AWS. But that would be a lovely opportunity to speak to people in those areas. You just knew, so you've got to give yourself room for growth. My last question to you, you have started your new recruits. Uh, tell me about your new batch. So... Um, if anyone knows the, the EXO community, so it's exponential growth, it's called, and it's about how you grow your organization exponentially. So where we used to grow one year, one, then two, then make a profit of three million. Now you make a profit of like three exponentially becomes six, then 18, and then so on and so forth. So we've done that. We started off with 10, we went to 20, and now we're on 40. So we've already started this week. So excited. Our new cohort, we've got over 40 young women whose lives we are going to change. And from all avenues, as I mentioned, some with degrees, diplomas of all different sorts. And it's going to be running this program for 10 months. Once again, we are partnered with Africa Tikkun Services. And, and this program is called Women in Tech. And yeah, the only, our only issue, small issue at this time is that we are looking for uh, hardware. So we're looking for laptops for these young women because as you grow, you need additional laptops or additional computers. And we seem to have hit a little bit of downturn there with promises from suppliers that have let us down. If anyone's listening and knows anyone who can assist us with laptops, uh, I would be forever grateful and appreciative and lots of publicity and, and good mention from our side. Lana, thank you so much for joining me. Um, sounds amazing. I was at the graduation. It was a glittering event. It was such an uplifting, heartwarming evening. It was so exciting. There was such a magic in the air. So um, I, I, I got a little taste of what you do. So I hope it goes from strength to strength. Thanks, Cherise. And uh, yeah, having you there was wonderful. And having uh, the presence and the board's presence was incredible. And that's, that's how we work. We work with partners like yourselves. We work with partners who truly want to make a 
difference and we want to give back to the South African and African communities. So all the work that you guys do is amazing and, and your support is just always, we are always grateful. Thank you very much. That was Lana Lees Roy, the CEO of the Faith Ngorpe Technology and Leadership Institute for Women.